coming to uh, an, a, a, a lovely and beautiful, uh, let's see, one second. Yes, it's Wednesday morning out there. Lovely and beautiful Wednesday morning. Kind of bluish, a little breezy-ish, but beautiful-ish. Certainly beautiful-ish. Beautiful morning, beautiful company over here. And the beautiful Sefer that we are plowing through all together. We're uh, in the middle of the first parak over here of Derech Hashem, where the Ramchal establishes his basic definitions of who and what and how HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, right? Well, the who and what, the how comes later. That's the next part of the Sefer. And we've seen definitions one through four so far. We're up to number five. So, Perik Aleph, Chelek Aleph, Simen Hey. V'chein Tzarech Sheyeide, you got to know like this. Shemitziyusu Yisborach. Now, we know even before we start reading this, this is a long paragraph over here. Till now, they've been kind of shortish, or at least, you know, Aleph was... Not very short. Bez was a little longer. Gimel and Dalad were rapid fire. One-liners. Hey is the longest paragraph that we've had so far. By far, the longest that we've had so far is what we're about to learn. Paragraph hey, Simon hey, which is going to be the fifth definition. And that already, you know, bespeaks of something. Something is up over here. The fifth definition of Akash Baruch Hu has taken up so much. We just see, we eye it. We see it's a very long paragraph. Something is up. So let's see. <clears throat> you got to know like this. The Rebbeinu Shalolim's existence is a simplistic, simplistic existence without any harkava or riboy at all. What's harkava and what's riboy? Harkava is assembly. Riboy is multiplicity. What's the difference? They sound the same. They're not really the same. Riboy is multi-componented at a lot of different parts. Harkava is the fact that all those different parts have to figure out how to work together. So we have riboy and we have harkava. Where do we have riboy? Well, we have Stills. we have hands, we have arms, we have feet. On each hand, we have five fingers. On each finger, we have knuckles, joints. And each of those joints have more things going on inside those joints. There's all bones and tendons and sinews and muscles and things like that. You know, one of my kids asked me the other day, a four-year-old asked me if she wanted to know what's inside of her arm. Just had to what's inside of my arm. That's a brilliant question, you know, for you to ask that question. You have to do something that you can't see. That's already, it could, it could be a whole hashkafa uh, shir in of itself. But what's inside of her arm? See, so you tell a four-year-old what's inside of her arm. I'll tell some element of rivo in harkava. As I said, you know, in your arm you have a bone. I showed her how she can feel her bone. There's a bone and there's a blood. There's blood inside your arm, right? And there's a, a muscle. So that's what's inside of her arm. And what's, she wants some muscles, and the muscles what lets you, something Hashem put in your arm lets you move your arm. But that's, that's Rivoy and Harkava. The bone is one part, blood is another part, that's part of your, what's inside your arm's blood. Um, and there's a muscle. So the fact that we just have different parts, it's Rivoy, multi-componented, different components. And th- th- that which they have to work together, that's Harkava, where each one kind of, um, needs the others to do what it's supposed to do. Harkava is assembly. Harkava is um, systemizing things, making things systematic. And har- a riboy is the fact that there's a lot of different pieces and parts. So Rebbeinu doesn't have either one of those. There's no riboy, and there's no harkava. No assembly, and there's no riboy. And the Ramchal is going to elaborate on that. So there's no different parts by Kodesh Baruch Hu, and there's no harkava, there's no, there's, there's no assemblage, there's no um, um, interactivity. 
within the existence of Hashem. All of the aspects of Hashem, where Hashem is complete, perfect, flawless, which was going into definition number two, there's, there's nothing he can't do, there's nothing he can get better at, there's nothing that's beyond him. So all of his shleimus, all of those properties of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which we described a few definitions ago, are all to be found in the Rebbein existence in a very simplified manner. And simplified means unified. It means it's synonymous with, 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 with it being unified. No harkava, no riboy. There aren't different parts and, and there's no, 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 um, no putting different things together. Pirush, what does that mean? So now, in order to explain to us what Hashem is, and what it means that Hashem has a simplified, unified existence, with that Rigvoy in Harkava, what the Ramchal needs to do is first explain what we are, and he's going to sort of give us a definition of what Hashem is um, by explaining it in terms of what Hashem is not. Okay, so we're going to see the Ramchal going to struggle with this one. There's a bit of a struggle going into trying to clarify this and present this to us. Try to, in terms of speaking this out to us and presenting to us this definition, there's a struggle. We see the struggle, and that's tackle why it's so long. That's why it's so long. Um, it's hard to get this one out. It's hard to put this one down on paper. And the, Ramchals, the first approach is he's going to explain Hashem by explaining what Hashem is not in terms of definitions five. Let's see. He starts with us. Kihine. Benefesh, when it comes to us, Yimatsu, Kaychais, Rabbim, Shoinim. In our existence, we have lots of different aspects to us. Shekol Echad Mehem, Gidroi Bifnei Atzmai. Each one is a property in of itself. We have different properties, we have different aspects. Derech Moshal, for example, Hazikarin, Kaych Echad, memory. Our memory, what we remember, that's one aspect, one property of who we are, right? What we remember, how well we remember things, the accuracy and clarity of our memory. Long term, short term. What were we just saying? Varatzon koyach acher. The Rishon should bench us with good, good memories. Until 120 rabbis. So, okay, varatzon koyach acher. Our our uh, drive, our will, our interests, our plan. That's a different aspect, different property of who we are. You know, do we have clear objectives, clear goals? Um, defined, undefined, what do we want to do? Do we Are we impressionable, not impressionable? Do we just follow the crowd? That's Rutzen. That's Rutzen. Clear, formulated, defined goals. Vadimin Kayachacher, our visualization, imagination translates as imagination, visualization, um, planning, all that. That's a different property, different aspect. Vein Echad may Eila Nichnas Begedachavir Klau. None of these aspects are, are, are intrude on the other one. Each one is separate. The, the properties and the parameters, what goes into defining defining memory, is one type of property. And we talk about drive, will, desire, goals. That, that's a different matter altogether. Memory and, and Ratzin are two different things. Someone can have... Zikarin and not Ratzin, Ratzin and not Zikarin, you can excel at both and, 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 and be awful at both. Vena Ratzin Nichnas Begeta Zikarin, but like Azikarin Begeta Ratzin. Neither one intrudes in the other. They're separate, distinct, and, and, and uh, in, independent types of concepts. Vichain Kulam, 
And the, so too, this ex- uh, extends and applies to every aspect of the human condition. They're all different and distinct, and we could break down, you know, how many different properties go into defining what a human being is. We wanted to categorize and summarize, analyze, and um, make a, a, a uh, you know, a, a, a system in which we could define everyone and, and uh, uh, um, categorize every human being according to their properties, according to their aspects, according to their traits, and, and what goes into defining them. So I don't know, we'd have all dozens and dozens of these, but each one is distinct in of itself, right? And, and he, he's not even getting into physical um, characteristics, but obviously the physical ones go into this as well, you know, your, your, your strength, stamina, etc. He's just talking, talking about, for the time being, the more... Um, more abstract properties and concepts. The fact that one can influence the other is not called a relationship between them? One could influence the other? I mean, that, that's Harkova. That's Harkova. That would be Harkova. That, that one can be Mashlam, the other one can be Messiah, the other, but each one on its own is still distinct. That, that, that's that, that's Reboy and, and, and Harkova. Um, and, 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 the, and the biggest proof is, well, let's speak this out now, you can take one away, and you still have the other ones. One could influence the other, certainly. And I use my Zikarn to help myself with my Ratzin. And sometimes I use my Ratzin for a plan to improve my Zikarn, etc. For sure, for sure. But Lamaisa, um, the removal of one doesn't automatically remove others. They work with each other, and, and certainly that's Harkava, but in terms of Stellengevek, in terms of establishing all the different properties of personality, they're still distinct in terms of, of, of uh, we, can, we can clearly parameterize each one on its own as a separate property. Each one it can be a separate property. And, and um, yeah, let's go on. So that's, that's, that's defining us. Ach, however, when we talk about the Rebbe whom we're defining now, he doesn't have multitude of different properties of different aspects. He doesn't have varied aspects and properties to him. Different ones. Even though the Rebbe does possess traits that when it comes to us, he possesses things that when you look at us, we, in terms of those properties, they're, they're, they're all different and distinct when it comes to us. Meaning what? We do describe HaKadosh Baruch Hu as what? Karehu, Reitzah, he has a Ratzin, he has a goal, he has a plan. V'hu Chacham, he has knowledge. V'hu Yachol, he has capabilities. Now that's Nebuchadnezzar, that would be called a physical aspect. That we're, we're, we're capable of doing things, we, we're, 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 we're empowered. V'hu Sholem, Bechol Shleimus. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the epitome of, of perfection, completion, in, in all properties, all matters, all aspects, so certainly things that we possess, we see by the Rebbe Shalom as well. We have wisdom, knowledge, memory. HaKadosh Baruch has wisdom, knowledge, and memory. We have drive, objectives, goals. HaKadosh Baruch has that as well. Of course, Hashem has a Ratzin. And not only that, every property and aspect that we possess, Hashem has it to a T. Hashem has it in, in, a, in, in the abject point of total completion. Nevertheless, that's where the comparison ends. We have knowledge, memory, 
and will, and Hashem has it as well, but Hashem has it in a, di- in a different way, fundamentally different. Amnam amitas mitziusai. Hashem at his essence, amitas mitziusai, his very essence of his actual existence, who inyan echad, Hashem has one unified existence, simplistic and unified, that incorporates and encompasses in its actual, essential um, form, and that he quickly qualifies himself, the Ramchal checks himself, Pirish, what does it mean, Hashem's Gidra, you know, Hashem's, Hashem's uh, you know, parameters, Hashem's setup, Ramchal qualifies himself, he's only using this as a borrowed term, Amitas in Yonai, what I mean, says the Ramchal, when I say Gidra, I mean Hashem's essential, actual, Existence. We talk about a geder. A geder, again, is a, a, de- a definition, a parameter. Hashem doesn't have definitions and parameters because uh, Hashem is beyond that. Hashem is infinite. Hashem is outside of that. We're just using it as a borrowed term. But uh, uh, after, uh, the Dalim has this part in parentheses over there? Or just without the parentheses? Do you have this line, Bichlal? Which one? What I just read. Pirish Amita Senyono Kein Shayat Geder Boyz Baruch Alatzad Yeser Lashon? Mine has it in brackets. You have it in brackets. Anyone else had that? Okay, so this, in addition, actually, they took from, they got a ksavi out of the Ramchal. Um, and they, they did exactly how the Ramchal has it set up. So he has places where he put in his own parentheses, his own brackets. I guess Feldheim also got a hold of that. Maybe yeah, Feldheim got yeah. a hold of this. But anyway, um, so the Ramchal is putting that, and wh- wherever there's parentheses in the Sefer, those are actually the Ramchal's these are the Tzramchal's brackets. Kol ma'ashahu shleimus. The Rebbeinu is possession of, of, of all these properties in a way of shleimus, <coughs> but in a way that's fundamentally and drastically different than us. V'nimsa sh'yesh boi kol ha'shleimu yois loi kedavar noisaf al ma'husoi v'amitas inyonoi. When Hashem is in possession of all these aspects in their in in, in the most complete way possible. Hashem is incapable of forgetting. Hashem is incapable of knowing everything. Hashem is incapable of having a rutzen. Hashem is incapable of not knowing everything. Hashem is incapable of not being aware of everything. However, it's not a dover noisaf amahusai. It's not something which is in addition to Hashem's essence. That Hashem is Hashem and Hashem knows everything. And Hashem is so wise. And Hashem is so amazing. And Hashem is so smart. No, that's all part of what Hashem is. One moment. Um, in, in, in terms of what Hashem is, Hashem's essential existence, it incorporates, incorporates into itself and encompasses all these aspects in their fullest sense. Hashem's existence is one of which it's impossible for Hashem's existence not to be a unified, unified existence that is perfect in all these matters. That's a lot of words. And the Ramchal knows it's a lot of words. He's about to apologize for all these words. He's about to apologize for this being so wordy. Uh, to try to bring this closer to home, which the Ramchal is, do, is doing. So, you know, the one way this is said over is that Hashem has a unified, simplified existence. The Ramchal could have said that and gotten away with that. But the Ramchal wants us to understand what that means. We say that Hashem's echad, yachad, umuyuchad, Hashem is one, unified, simplified, Everything is all one. The Rambam famously, the Rambam says, um, when the Rambam defines HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in, in Mishnah Torah, the Rambam says, Hu echad. Hashem and His wisdom are one and the same. Hashem and His wisdom are one and the same. 
which the Ramchal could have gotten away with that, but the Ramchal wants to, to bring it a little bit closer to home for us, because say Hashem and His wisdom are one and the same, that's like, you know, what does that mean exactly? It's, 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 it's um, an idea that kind of, you know, whooshes right over our head a little bit. It's not something that we can wrap our heads around Hashem and His wisdom are one and the same, because I, I don't know, I mean, wisdom, wisdom is knowledge, and knowledge is an abstract concept. But, uh, Hashem is, 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 an, is an entity. Knowledge is not an entity. So that's, that's the problem that we have when we read that in the Rambam. That, what do you mean Hashem and his knowledge are one and the same? Knowledge is a property and Hashem is an entity. So what the Ramchal, the Ramchal is trying to break it down a little bit more for us in, in, in academics and in terms that we can process. And the Ramchal is, is doing it by setting it up as a contrast between Hashem and us. And what the Ramchal, just to, to speak at how the Ramchal is presenting it, what he's saying is really, he's saying the words of the Rambam, but he's explaining it with his own explanation. And again, the best way to do this is to play it against play Hakash Baruch Hu and his existence against our existence with all of us. So we have knowledge, we have memory, we have drive, we have goals, we have capabilities, we have strength, we have compassion, we have integrity, all these things, right? But at the end of the day, who are we? What is us? What, what makes us us? And this is not a philosophical question. It's not an existential question. Where, where, you know, the answer is not... Well, a man is the sum total of his, of his parts. A man, what is man? A man is, a, a, is, is compassion. A man is how he, how he uh, treats other men, right? No, no, you know, a man is the sum total of his memories. No, that's not true. As Rabbi said, certainly our memory influences the decisions that we make. But, um, you know, you take someone, Rahman al-Islam, and you start messing with their... With their any of their properties. You mess around with their memory. Are they not themselves anymore? Take Mr. X. Take Mr. X. You start tampering with their memories. Removing their memories or their their drive, their willpower. You take away their willpower, their rutsen. They had rutsen, they had goals, they had objectives. You take that away. You diminish that. Is there a different person there now? The, the, the person who was there yesterday ceased to exist. And now this person who's experiencing memory loss, brain fog, or lo, 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 loss of willpower, loss of drive, loss of goals and objectives, so there, there's a new person that just replaced the person from yesterday. Is that a, a, a normal way of looking at things or abnormal? That's abnormal. That's not how you look at things. It's not how we look at life and reality. That it's the same person. It's, unfortunately, they're experiencing some 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 technical difficulties. They're they're experiencing memory loss. They're uh, you know someone Rahman al Islam again. He's he loses the ability to walk. He has he has to go to rehab to learn how to walk again. He experiences weakness in his in his muscles and his limbs. He has to you know we have to do our best to try to retrain him how to do certain basics. So until we do that, so he's he's a new. There's someone else here now because Mr. X Rabid Pliny. He's someone that can walk, but this guy can't walk, so this must be someone else. Pliny is the guy who, who, who remembered X, Y, and Z, and he doesn't remember these things anymore, so this must be somebody else. No, it's not true. You are who you are. You're, you, you, this is who this person is. They were born with this set of DNA, and they still ran with the same set of DNA, and same name, same person, but he just is, is unfortunately losing things. Or alternatively, alternatively, someone... You know, enters this world. Mamish is an, as an Amaritz. He's he's a he's a simpleton. 
uh, doesn't know anything, and he works and he works and he works and he shtags, he becomes a phenomenal Tamil Chacham. He's a different person now. There's someone else, someone else. Rabbi Akiva. Like Rabbi Akiva, that's right. He's someone else. I mean, we give him a title of, of, of respect and covet, right? We call him Reb now, certainly. Put a Shlita at the end of his name. But he's someone else, different person, because well, that's not the guy from 20 years ago, because that person was not Mars. Clearly, someone else now. No! That, that's a, you know, maybe, again, I'm not speaking philosophically. Philosophically, Maybe say such a thing, but that's philosophy has an abnormal way of looking at life very often. This is the same person, just his properties and aspects are, are shifting and shuffling, and we're like that all the time, all the time. Uh, we hope that every day we learn new things, right? We hope that every day we end the day wiser than we were the day before. That's why we're here. We hope that every day we're improving. Every day we're getting more self-aware. Every day we're trying to rein in ourselves a little bit more. Every day we're growing but, but we're not different people every day, every moment, every minute. No, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. The same people, we're just always in flux. So said differently, we are who we are independent of our properties. Our properties can come and go. They can be modified. They can be expanded and diminished. But we're the same people regardless of where our properties are holding. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the sum total of all those properties. Meaning... If you were, wouldn't be able to take away Zikarn, let's say, from Hashem, that's not Hashem anymore. And said differently, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the sum total of all those properties. That is the definition of the Rebbein Yishalaylam. That's a different way of saying, again, it's a simplified, unified existence, but another way of saying that is HaKadosh Baruch Hu is his properties and is his aspects, and all those properties and aspects that are total, to, have total shleimus and total flawlessness and perfection and completion by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That is the Rebbeinu Shalaylam. And if there would be an ability to remove properties and aspects, if there would, let's say, Kaviyachu, um, um, be an ability to do that, so that's not Hashem anymore. That's not Hashem anymore. Well, with us... It still is us. We just we we forgot things. We're forgetful. Right now we're having a you know we're having a, uh, a bad bad memory day. Bad memory day. I just you know I don't know. It's not in my the zone right now. I'm not having a good game. Right it happens with players. Sometimes they're in the zone. Sometimes they're not in the zone. Are they different people? Well, they still get the same salary, right? For the time being, right? But they're 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 they're. Uh, they're the same people, just not in the zone right now. You're able to take away someone's shooting ability. You're able to take away someone's throwing ability. You're able to take away someone's chess playing ability, and they're still them. If we would be able to take away that from Hashem, that's not Hashem anymore. Okay, everybody got that? That's not Hashem anymore. So all, that is all the definition of Hashem. That's a different way of saying it's unified. Of course it's unified and simplified. Of course, Hashem is His wisdom. But that's just, uh, that's, that's very difficult to kind of process. The Ramchal is trying to give us an easier way of processing this concept. Yes? Um, if, if the properties uh, can be changed... Uh, our properties. Uh, our properties, yes. Uh, can be changed either willingly or unwillingly. And, and we stay, with, stay the same person. So if the property changes, what, what is the core? What is that makes that... Your DNA. But what if DNA is altered? What if your DNA is altered? The physical structure that, that, that hosts your DNA. What if we change that? So DNA is... 
is the core, is what, what the, that, that's... Your DNA slash your neshama, your neshama. Your DNA is, is the physical um, the basic of who you are, and your neshama is the, the spiritual basic of who you are. Your neshama is, is, is um, immutable. You can... Not, not changeable. That's right, you can expand that neshama, you can... And sometimes maybe the Kabbalist tells you can receive different neshamas also, maybe sometimes. If you can expand the neshama, if you, can, if you can teach neshama different things, can you? You can, you can tap into the powers of your neshama more and more to, and more. To, to reveal those things. Yes. Okay. Yes. Essence, but who are you? You're your neshama. That's the spiritual one that shows up in your, your DNA down here. That's like the physical. Everyone's DNA is different. Everyone's neshama is different. No, identical twins, I don't know. They have the same DNA, right? Exactly. The same, same neshama? They don't have the same neshama, though. Okay. Um, they have very similar neshamas. Really? Yeah. Could, would you... Would you would, would a set of twins have the... Like, say, that they're Gilgul of a set of twins from the past? Like, is that always how it works? Or could it just be two unrelated neshamas? Or would they have to have some sort of correlation? Well, if we're going to be talking about Gilgulim this morning... Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Ah, ah. Yugoslavia. Here we go. Luka, Luka, Slava. Okay, let's go on. Um, with Gilgulim. Um, is it everything to do with Google and this stuff? Okay, let, let's. Let, let, so, um, so the, now, now look. The Ramchal knows he's very, being very wordy right now. He knows that he's speaking out quite a lot, and he apologizes. This notion of, you know, Hashem being his properties. And meaning, I, and again, the best, the Ramchal is really giving us a very good way of approaching this. That is, if you would take away part of us, we're still us. If you take away part of Hashem's, Hashem's aspect of it's not Hashem anymore. Nevertheless, it's difficult, says the Ramchal, to, to grasp, it's difficult to wrap our heads around this. We don't have a way of explaining this and the words to, 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 to speak this out. Now, everyone's going to ask me this question now. If we can't wrap our heads around this, and this should go back with what we spoke out with the first property, you said the first one you have to believe in and, and, and understand. And then we said the Ramchal uses the Lashon of Ya'amin in the first one because we can't understand it. So here he's telling us we can't understand this one either. So why doesn't he say Ya'amin over here as well? The answer is we look closely at the Ramchal, there's a difference. He says, Everyone see that Kemat. There's the, the operative Lashon over there. So beautiful. You see, the, the Ramchal's Taka consistent. Kim'at. We Kim'at don't have the right words. You know, we can push ourselves to the limits and, you, and express this in words and, 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 and speak out the, the, the concept over here. But, it, but it's difficult. It's chunky. And it's, it, it, you got to speak out. You gotta, it's very, very wordy. We have to... And that's why, again, why he doesn't like just the, the Rambam's one-line approach because that's something that... That, that is just, so the Ramchal feels, is really just um, a sentence that, that we don't have any approach to. We want to make it a little bit more approachable. Our minds, intellects, and, 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 and conceptualizing really needs to latch onto things that are defined, finite, and within the rules of Teva, of nature, that, that Hashem created. 
Why is that? Shazem Mashachu Shainu Margishim Mavin Tzira Alaseicho. That's because since we exist in a realm that is delineated, defined, and finite, so that our senses are also delineated, defined, and finite, and that's what we, the senses relay back to the mind, that's what the mind processes through the filters of the senses. When it comes to the finite creations down here, everything down here has reboy, multiplicity, multi-componented, and, and, and is distinct. So everything down here has different aspects, different properties, arms that do one thing, legs that do something else, a nose that does something, ears, eyes, a mouth, brain, kidneys, spleen, intestines, kishkas, all these different things do different things, different pieces and parts, and that's how we know that, again, that's ribui and, and harkava. By HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem has a fundamentally different type of existence, where there's no ribui, there's no harkava, everything that Hashem is, is unified, and is an essential part of Hashem, and is not distinct, and not se- can't be separated out from, from the other parts. You can't take out Hashem's zikaron from Hashem. You can't take out Hashem's strength. You can't take out Hashem's compassion. If you took that out and you made that something independent, then what you're left with is not Hashem anymore. There's another way of speaking this out. You can't remove and extract properties and look at them, analyze them on their own with the bat scope. You can't do that with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Okay? It doesn't work. So we barely have the words, but we do. Ba- we, have, we, we almost don't have the words, but we barely have the words to describe this. And therefore, to have a sophisticated amun over here, to have the sugi worked at, as opposed to the first property, the first definition. Ulam kvarik damnu. We already started off by saying shamitas metziyosi yisbarach enu museges. The actual essential existence of Hashem is again is incomprehensible, and that was what we saw. That was definition number two. That we can't really understand what Hashem is. Part of defining Hashem is that Hashem is indefinable, undefinable, incomprehensible. We can't use our existence to extrapolate from and understand Hashem. Our existence and Hashem's existence are, are, are really are, are, are fundamentally, qualitatively two different types of existences that, that, would, that would have allowed us to, to, again, compare and extrapolate one from the other. You can't do that because they're fundamentally different existences. Um... Okay, before we go on, we're going to wrap up, we're going to finish this in a moment, wrap up the last few lines over here. What I want to speak something out before we go on. It's interesting that the whole time, through, throughout this paragraph, the Ramchal keeps talking about amitas and yonoi, amitas mitziusai, the, the, the actual, real, essential existence of Hashem. Hashem's essential existence and real existence, amitas from Yolash and Emes, is one that's simplistic and unified and doesn't have harkava, doesn't have different pieces and parts, doesn't have things you can uh, extract. Why does he keep emphasizing the actual, real, essential existence of Hashem? The answer is because there's another, so to speak, existence of Hashem, which does have Reboi and Harkava. There's another existence of Hashem, which we do see different component parts that we can analyze one at a time. And that, that's all of Hashem's Midas and Kaychas that Hashem uses to relate to the world with. That's what the Ramchal is anticipating. Because we're going to say the Ramchal, what do you mean? Hashem doesn't have different properties like we have different properties? What do you mean? What about Midas Ha'achas? What about what Midas Ha'rachamim? Midas Ha'din? What about Malchus? What about the Sphiris? What about Chesed and Gvura and Netzach and Hoid? All these things that we know, all these things that we know and love, right? The things that we learned in our very first week in Aish. What's the first thing we learned in Dov Aish? We know all the basics of Kabbalah, right? So all these things that we know from Mamish Mikidmas Dana. That's 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 not that's not distinct. That's not independent. 
Chasidus says, Midas HaRachem is Misa Rachemim. Misa Din is Misa Din. Hashem, Hashem, Kel, Rachem, Vechanun, Erech, Hapayim. These are all different and distinct one from the other. Malchus is Malchus. Everyone knows that. And Yesoid and Netzach. These are all different things. Yes, they are different things. They are all different and distinct and independent. But it's not Amitas Metziusoi. That's not the actual, ultimate, essential existence of Hashem. Hashem's ultimate existence and essential existence is above all that. And that's unknowable. And, and, and incomprehensible. That's what is a simplified, unified existence that's above everything else. That's why the Ramchal keeps emphasizing and stressing Amitas Mitziyuso. Everybody understand? And we already spoke this out and we had definition number two over here that, that there, there is a system of Hashem's Midas, so to speak, characteristics and and and, 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 koiches and all that. That is a construct. That is an interface that Hashem created within which to create, run, and manage the world. It's not really Hashem, the real existence of Hashem is above that, and that's where it's unified and simplified. And that's where things can't be extracted. You can't say, oh, this is Midas Hadin, because if you can take pull out Midas Hadin, that means there's something left behind, and there's something I can pull out and something that's left behind. That's impossible. By the actual existence of Hashem, that's impossible. You can't pull things out. Like everybody got that? What we have down here is a step below the essential existence of the Rebbe. Okay? I trust that everyone went to the mikveh this morning. Good. Shtika kahayda. These are, we learn about these things, we have to go to the mikveh, Rabbi Say. Okay, let's go on. Let's go on. Let's go on. Okay, that's also something. Stand in the shower long enough, that's also. Yeah, it counts. That's important. Um, in more than one way. You know, you know, uh, age-old question. I mean, Ramosh is talking about the shower. Shower is a good thing. You take a shower when you come out of the mikvah. It's, it's designed to the mikvah. You're allowed to do that. So, you know, when we dive in for Choylem, Rabbi Yisai, we talk about refuas ha-nefesh and refuas ha-guf, spiritual healing and bodily healing. There's also taras ha-nefesh and taras ha-guf. And I don't think we have to say any more than that. Let's go on. Avil, says the Ramchal Vaiter. Let's wrap this up. This idea that even though it's unknowable, incomprehensible, and we, we barely have the right words to describe that the fact that Hashem, all of his properties is, 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 is one and, 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 and unified and simplified, and you can't take properties out and look at them individually, that is, again, something we received at Harsinai. And it also can be verified and confirmed through investigations, through proofs, through philosophical proofs and examining the, 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 the reality, the nature of existence, Shi'evsha al Koponim, says Ramchal, proofs can, can will verify and confirm that it's impossible. Listen carefully. I've got to f- keep track of all the double negatives over here. It's impossible for there to for there not to be in existence a an entity which is independent and removed from all physicality. Everybody follow that? It's impossible for there not to exist an entity which, which, which um, is removed from all the, 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 the confines and definitions that we know of, all the laws of nature. Mikol head of independent, removed from the ability to be flawed and to, 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 to um, be lacking and to not exist. Mikol Riboy Vaharkova, for that entity to be removed 
from any type of riboy, multiplicity, multi-componented, and, and assembly, mikol yachas ve'erich, any um, comparison, being comparative, being able to be compared to something else, having higher or lower um, capabilities, umikol mikri habruyim, being under the influence of time and space and world events, shiyeh hu hasiba hamitis, hamitis l'chol anemsoyim, anemsoyim l'chol anemsoyim, it's impossible for the world to not have something which is the source and the catalyst and the original um, uh, um, <clears throat> source for everything that's in creation and everything that results from everything that's in creation. It's impossible for this entity to not exist. Kizula zeh, without there being in existence an entity that predates existence, that's responsible for existence, that's independent of existence, that's removed from all aspects of existence. Everything that's in existence would be impossible. The, the existence and the maintenance, maintained and continued existence of everything that exists would be impossible if not for the presence of something which is outside of existence, removed from all existence. So basically, again, at the end of the day, Shemchal is saying there is a fundamental difference between Hashem's existence and our existence. We can't compare ours to Hashem's. And how we exist, that's Rebo in Harkava, within the laws of nature, bound by things that cannot exist, is qualitatively, fundamentally different than the Rebunshams. The Rebunshams is outside of all that, beyond all that, and necessarily outside and beyond of all that. Okay, so here we have, within that, that wraps up, hey, that wraps up definition number five. Tomorrow we'll continue with the sixth and the last one. This has now revealed to us, Der Chagav, we have a discovery over here, the Ramchal doesn't make this a separate definition because it's contained within number five. We saw all of the, all the definitions are essentially saying how Hashem is not mortal, and different aspects of what makes a mortal being is not Hashem. Here we have a number five, Hashem cannot have a physical existence. It's impossible for Hashem to have a physical existence. That's what we just had. This is a, a der- derivation of the fifth definition, which we just conclude, concluded and completed, is Hashem, it's impossible for Hashem to have a physical existence. It's not shaykh. Physical existence is not Hashem, and Hashem is not a physical existence. The notion of saying that Hashem can have a physical <coughs> existence goes against the definition of Hashem. Aside from the fact that it's a narishkeit, immature, very unsophisticated sophisticated way of looking at life, but it's an impassibility, it goes against the definition of Hashem. You put something in a body, that, that can't be Hashem. You have a Hashem, that can't be in a body. Physical existence has to come from somewhere, has riboy, has harkava, is within the laws of nature. So if you want to talk about physical existence, you're not talking about Hashem. If you want to talk about Hashem, you're not talking about physical existence. Hashem necessarily defies the notion of physical existence. That's what comes out of this. So this is where we have Ein it's impossible to have a physical existence, which is, again, one of the big precepts that we have to establish always in Yiddishkeit. This is where it comes from. It's a direct um, uh, derivative from definition five. Yes, Eli. Which is like he has so why can't he have a physical existence? That's not Hashem. That's not really Hashem. Okay. So what do you want? What do you want to have? Do you want to know that, that Hashem on an ultimate essential level can't have a physical existence? Do you want to say Hashem in, in, in terms of his the, the system that he sets up to interact with the Bria, maybe let there be physicality over there in, in, in the system, in, 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 in the interface? Okay, that's a good question. That's, that's a, based on what we have so far, that's a fair question. We're going to have that coming up when we get past the Hagdama. We're past the, past the first barrack, we're going to have that. That has to do, and then what, what, what Elon's asking is, within the system that Hashem uses to run the world, let there be room for physicality over there, even though Elon concedes 
that it's not Hashem's essential existence, but within the, the interface within the system, let there be room for such a thing over there. So that's going to be dependent on. Uh, we have to wait till we get the discussions of Hashem's system, which is not in the um, the first paragraph, but that's going to be coming up. Hashem's system. Okay, very good. It's sort of like hail was. Oh.